All right, well, hey, Brendan, you ready to get ready to roll and start with the, this week's podcast? A talking podcast? Well, well yeah, a talking podcast, and it's usually how podcasts work. Yeah, you know, we talk about a really kind of crappy movie that we just watched. A talking movie? Yeah, a talking movie. I mean, well, I suppose, no, silent movies, they don't do over so well in the podcast. I mean, you might be able to get a niche, a niche one, but I don't think it would be big with crowds. A talking crowd? I, I, well, yeah, because it'd be a crowd filled with people. I mean, people talk, and that's what they do. You know, the things that are going on around them, or, or even you know, things like the, just the building and the traffic and and whatnot, the cars. A talking car? Yeah, like you know, like that show Night Rider, David Hasselhoff. Oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play your sickle game. Yeah, as a David Hasselhoff and a fantastic show about him and this is this, you know, uh, this talking Trans Am. A talking talking Trans Am? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. A talking talking Trans Am. Uh, it was a great little show with David Hasselhoff, and it, it will uh, go down in the books. It was one of the greatest shows of the 80s. Now, knock it off. we got to get to the podcast. A talking podcast again? Jesus. Uh, oh, we're just going around in the circle. You know a what? talking Brendan. circle? Brendan, I re- you know what I'm going to do? I'm you know, going to get my knife. A That's talking what I'm do. knife? Yeah, a talking knife. And it's saying... Maybe Brent will want to be my new podcast. A talking corpse? <laughs> you know when I pick up a beat That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What will they think? What's up, everyone? What, what? <laughs> In the butt. <laughs> I said what, what? In the butt. That's right. Starting off strong. <laughs> I gotta, you got to get the energy level up high when you start these yep. things out. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a guy named Brendan. And I'm a dude named Nathan. And this is What Were They Thinking? Podcast Question about... Mark. <laughs> All right, this is what were they thinking? <laughs> this uh, is what were they thinking? <laughs> we are a podcast. Well, we aren't physically a podcast, but this is a podcast uh, about yes. bad to uh, questionable movies. And uh, <laughs> I always say this: this is always the way we started. But oh boy, we got one <laughs> this week. And well, this uh, one certainly fits both categories. Well, and also Nathan, it's a special occasion uh, this this time of year. Uh, mm-hmm. This this Thursday because what is it? What do we do on the fifth Thursday of the month if there is one? Well, we have a fun little thing called the small screen shambles. <laughs> and what that basically means is we now normally we we try to punch up, we try to talk about movies that have gone to theaters, at, l- at least gone to theaters, and made a little bit of money. Whether that's a hundred thousand dollars, like the fanatic. Actually, I think that might have been less. Or, you know, $500 million like Bad Boys 2. But 
every once in a while, we like to talk about the movies that just hang out on video <laughs> and are bonkers. Yes. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if you've never seen a trailer for any of these, you would be absolutely forgiven. None of them are classics. <laughs> However, we are not alone. No. We have a couple of Utahrarians in the room. Utonians? Utampanonians. Utons. That sounds like Utampanonians sounds like they should be like residing at the University of Tampa. Oh, I, I, that actually the way you said that, it made it sound like the people whose land get taken to make Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, making their 783rd appearance on this podcast, uh, Stephen Izzy from Everything I Learned from Movies, welcome! Well, what in the butt, everybody? Woo! Indeed, what, what in the butt? Uh-uh-uh, <laughs> give it to me. Uh, uh, uh. Give it to me. Steve, Izzy, a how to get burned to you both. And a how to get burned to you. Welcome. Uh, Thank you for joining us for this uh, second cat-themed episode in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Third movie with a talking cat in it, though, isn't it? Oh, is it? Well, I mean, if you count nine lives. Oh, oh, oh. Overall, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is like nine lives that they slash the budget by 97%. (laughs) <laughs> However, I'm about to blow everyone's mind if you didn't already know uh, this little factoid. So, we're talking about, of course, a talking cat. Um, what? Base, now, just just base it on the way the movie looks. What do you think it costs to make this movie? Uh, blood relations and promises of sandwiches. <laughs> do you guys have a guess? A 24-pack of Budweiser. There you <laughs> go. Gross. Uh, that's what I got today, so no shame. Yeah. Hashtag, it's Gross. all alcohol, baby. Um, well, I, I hate to break it's it to you exactly guys. exactly how my wedding vows went. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtags weren't even a thing then. Yeah. Jeez, everyone's cracked one open tonight. Jesus Christ, I feel bad. Yeah. For, <laughs> I feel bad for having already cracked it open. Um, so this movie cost—I'm not lying—a million dollars. No. Yes, I. Was that to was that to purchase the property they were shooting on? I don't believe the so. Because <laughs> fun fact or interesting tidbit. The property that they're shooting on was the uh, set of a porno that was recently been shot there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so are half the movies in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why you have houses like that shoot porns and rent out to movie oh, companies. That's a hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's not a house. That's some. That's yeah, a hotel. It's like a spa they, resort. Kind they of place, they yeah. bought a bunch of thrift store tables to decorate to make it look like a house. <laughs> they totally did. did they have the that same lighting like- director on both sh- uh, shoots? Uh, I don't. I'm guessing. Okay, so I looked into it a little bit, and every single review of this movie, um, is makes mention of money laundering accusations. So I think there's, I think there's val, there's some validity to that because this did not cost a million dollars. I'm sorry, there's no way on this planet Earth that this movie cost a million dollars to make. Hey, hey, people overpay for stuff. All the time. There's Ask Steve's mom. Izzy. That's true. We all watched this movie. There is no fucking way. 
Well, they, <laughs> hey, was there was there license for the Adobe that they used in this movie valid? Because oh, 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 if it wasn't, oh, yeah, it's they like sued. the fucking Pinnacle Studio music. Oh. Yeah, probably shot with an iPhone. <laughs> Everything was a business expense. Put it on the budget. Yeah. Um, so well, they had to buy that car <laughs> that almost hit the cat. Spoiler alert. And that that half car they made a couch out of. <laughs> yeah, oh, those things are expensive. I have looked into those. So if you're wondering why the director of this film, David Dakota, used a pseudonym for this movie, that's because most of his films have titles such as Naked Instinct, uh, yeah. Test Tube Teens from the Year 2000, <laughs> the, the Brotherhood <laughs> 1 through 6, which is just oh a series of homoerotic horror films. Yep. And Woo! last oh. but not least, my favorite title that he's made, Leather Jacket Love Story. <laughs> no, 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 Brendan. You also have to mention his 1313 series of movies. Oh, yeah. How many of those are there? 35? <laughs> Something like that. And apparently, like I like reading a, a review online and stuff about it, it's basically like preteen porn without penetration. So, ladies Steve and gentlemen, on a list. this is a kid's film. <laughs> and it begins we begin our film well first of all we should say what it's about it's about a talking cat cool so we begin our film with beautiful stock footage um (laughs) recycled from the most used to it because we're gonna see it a lot (laughs) um another imdb fact that i enjoyed reading was that there are only two locations and like 47 establishing shots yep (laughs) <laughs> that's it only 47 <laughs> well no they repeat some of them there's 47 oh yeah that's, that's that's that, that beach one pops up like every eight minutes uh, the waterfall one repeats like twice in 10 minutes <laughs> so as we hear this beautiful as we watch this beautiful footage and we listen to this lovely uh internet library music Oh, see, I thought it was someone that pressed demo on a Casio keyboard from an 80s mall display. And then just put a <laughs> microphone up to it? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of putting a microphone up to it, oh, we geez. meet a cat named Duffy, played by Eric Roberts, who I believe Steve messaged... Voiced. Voiced by Eric Roberts. <laughs> no, he's played by Eric Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I believe Steve messaged me five minutes after this movie started and said, so he's drunk in a closet. Right, <laughs> drunk in a closet, recording on his laptop mic. Oh yeah, That's, yeah, directly to his laptop. You, you can mic. even hear the echo. You can hear the occasional. I don't even think that he was uh, that he was in a closet. It sounded like he recorded like in his living room on his iPhone, like just talking into it. You got it, Nathan, because no Eric Roberts recorded this entire role in his living room in the span of fifteen minutes. <sighs> Literally phoned it in. Literally. Yeah, some, somebody sent him an email, and he's basically just reading it aloud. And, uh, yeah, I assume it was, like, on a laptop mic, but I guess into his iPhone, and it's like, Hi, I'm Duffy. I am a cat. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Ha, make, ha, ha. Funny story. I don't make the rules, Phil. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got it. It's more like, I don't make the rules. It's me, Duffy. I'm a talking cat. <laughs> Uh, That's new man. Oh, right? and also let's not forget. I just like I just love to imagine when he's licking the milk out of the bowl, Eric Ro- or the tuna rather. Um, Eric Roberts just making like yummy sounds into a smartphone, <laughs> and then just like pausing for a second and being like, "Yep, yeah, this is my life." <laughs> 
and, and, and his daughter Emma walking by going, Dad, <laughs> God damn it. I have to rehearse for a real movie. Can you get out of the room? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that he went full method on it and got himself a plate of tuna to lap up. <laughs> Wait, he only had 15 minutes for all these lines, though, is he? Yeah, how long does it take to crack open a can of tuna? Meanwhile, Julie is considering which Oscar to polish. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Eric Roberts is a talking cat in this movie named Duffy. A talking cat? That's right, a talking cat. Um, I think we've had better sound quality on our early episodes of the podcast than uh, (laughs) we can hear uh, from old Duffy here. You mean like Um, when I sounded like a robot? Yeah, I think that sounded better than most of his dialogue in this movie. Fair, fair. This movie is super um, anti-beeping machines, as we find out early on. Which is funny because I think I think it's hilarious that Duffy talks about, you know, people are on their beeping machines too much. He doesn't know what a phone is or a computer, but he understands the concept of a machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of weird, like, oh, that doohickey over there. But he understands how to make magical websites. That app is going to make a ton of money. Can you <gasps> shut your beeping machine up? Holy shit. When we get to that app, I have so many questions. <laughs> <sighs> oh, spoiler alert. This app exists. The opening credits roll for about 20 minutes. Um, showing oh, the that. cat just walking around, sleeping. I mean, it, I know it's things that cats do, but like, could they have picked a little bit more interesting of a shot? It, it looked like someone took a bunch of their cat's pictures and threw them into like a Windows 95 screensaver um, yep. with, with like, I don't know, pixelation filters on it. <laughs> um, yeah, Brendan, come on. This is what you do every day with your cats. It's just somebody else's cat, so now it's not interesting all of a sudden. No, you're right. It's not. <laughs> My cats don't have the voice of Eric Roberts, and I'm thankful for that. Well, you you only you they might. You what? What if they sound like you're only going to hear it one time? Because those are the rules, and they don't make up the rules, Brendan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so we start this movie off. Uh, properly after the credits where we meet the dad and I don't remember his name, but he blonde dude. What? Blonde Blonde Trumpian type looking dude. Yeah. I mean, I I actually, I felt that he looked like a, a a, a douchey poor man's Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) I do like his little hair flip there. And his little soul patch. His hair is perfectly sculpted. Like my president's worst soul patch ever. (laughs) (laughs) Not dyed though, right? His hair is all natural. Oh yeah, no, actually, super (laughs) natural. Patty, uh, Patty took note of his awful uh, soul patch and uh, butt chin, and it made it look like he had like a vag on the like on his chin. (laughs) So gross. So like '70s porno vag. We will refer to him going forward as vagin. (laughs) Vagin. He gets so, no respect. No respect. No, <laughs> no respect whatsoever. <laughs> um, there is a very bizarre sculpture with a high heel in the house, which I'm assuming was left over from the porn set. So in order to explain that, they just have Vagin walk over and be like, why did I ever buy that? <laughs> uh, why did I pay a decorator to decorate my palatial estate that's definitely not a hotel? Wink, wink. <laughs> and he is super fucking rich. Like, this family yeah. is... Oh, yeah is loaded based on this house and we find out that he sold his like software or whatever um or software yeah, all company. his all his buzzwords that they threw into a hat and, and pulled out to make sentences of that's what he sold it's kind of like when neil breen explains something to do with technology and he's like uh 
metals, twisting, <laughs> firepower, uh, quantum physics. Fun tidbit. Hacking all the government secrets. Yeah, it, it was very birdemic with, uh, yep, I just sold my company for a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I, uh, I invested in that business factory. Uh, fun tidbit or interesting fact, uh, depending on how you see it. I like um, it. We watched this and I said, I told Patty, I said, um, it has all the production values of that Neil Breen movie that we watched, um, but I don't think it'll make you as angry. <laughs> Just because there was a cat. It's like a Neil Breen movie with none of the charisma. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the dad. So the dad and uh, we we meet his son uh, Chris. Um, I did note that name for some reason, and right away. And I know Nathan felt the same way because we were talking about it before we started before we started recording. There is some weird sexual tension between everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh wait, wait the uh, the underage theater majors or <laughs> <laughs> this mm. um this movie actually has a better uh, chance of convincing me that it, it, the set itself had a, an energy that made it haunted more than they ever will with three men and a baby. <laughs> yeah, everybody was feeling that vibe. Because it was it was it was I I every. Every moment of this movie, I was like, "This could still take a like a sharp left turn into Pornsville." <laughs> well, even the even this this these first two characters, the father and the son, it took me a second to be like, "Oh, that's his son." <laughs> yeah, not okay. his house boy. Wait, yeah. You think it was like his live-in boy toy or yeah. something? I mean, I mean, it makes sense with that house. But. Also, what temperature is it? The son is wearing a three-quarter sleeve shirt <laughs> and shorts. Yeah, is it cold or is it warm? Well, you've already noted, Izzy, that it's uh, it's it's in a hotel, so it's you know climate control. Yeah. The, the, yeah. But you know what? The, the air conditioning does kick on, and you get chilly. I, I don't know when they turn on that blue filter though. That I think is supposed to be nice, it but it's somehow it's... brighter oh, than the shit. day. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we but we we find we learn that the the sun basically heads up to his room. There's there's a little bit of tension, sexual yes, but also like some tension that he doesn't really want to hang around his dad. They're kind of like awkward around each other. Um, and no, it's it's not just the acting. The characters are supposed to be awkward around each other. Um, but the son goes upstairs, and he gets a call from a and girl. And he just keeps thapping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He just that's as any sixteen-year-old boy would. Uh, that is on on screen. Just this, just a ten-minute <laughs> masturbation scene. It's so weird. Until he finishes. For, especially for kids' movie. Yeah. Still better than all those exposition scenes or <laughs> establishing, establishing shots. Establishing shots. Yeah. So he gets a call from a girl, and I guess she just got his number from the teacher, because you can do that. Um, yeah. And she calls him and says she needs to be tutored, and he has, like, the most... They're doing the most, like, oh, he's shy around girls, brr. But he he does... Like, I wrote down one line. He says, like, uh, no payment necessary, huh? no shoes, no shirt, no service. <laughs> I have that line. Yep, I have that one written down, too. <laughs> it's uh. off-putting. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I'm like, why was that where your mind went? <laughs> like, boys, boys can definitely be awkward. All you have to do is like, I don't know, stand within 300 feet of a school, unless you're banned from that, and just listen to conversations. You don't have to make up weird shit like this. Oh, oh, my favorite actor, Vin Diesel. 
Um, and the and the character. This is where we start a trend in the movie too of a char- of the characters talking out loud about their situation to no one. Like that happens a lot in this movie because he literally. It's exposition, darling. It has to go somewhere. <laughs> but the exposition is not even to other characters. I think that's my favorite part. He just like he literally gets off the phone and says like, "Well, she's gonna be here." Oh, I'm so awkward around girls. What am I gonna do? <laughs> and then. <laughs> You, you don't sit in your room and talk to yourself like that? Like, I regularly go upstairs and go, oh, man, what am I going to do? I'm married to a tall, handsome man, and I live a perfect life. What about Steve? My ears, did, my ears are burning. Did What's you Did you lose a bet or something, Izzy? <laughs> <laughs> you're being, you're that saying that under duress, aren't you? <laughs> Izzy, blink twice if you're in trouble, and then tell us if you're blinking. <laughs> <laughs> um so after that phone call that's super awkward we get a super jamaican cat <laughs> what there was a lot of for some reason there was a lot of like a uh, uh, calypso type music j- very jamaican like uh drums uh steel drums and whatnot yeah well because the cat's hanging out by the pool oh there, so... but there's also an entire sequence of like 10 minutes where you just hear like mexican hat music so <laughs> Oh, okay, so <laughs> oh, da, da, oh, we're da, getting up there. Da, da, yeah, that's that's, that's the end, no, isn't that's it? it. It's the it's the steel drum version of La Cucaracha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because you know, it's a Mexican Jamaican uh, marriage that uh, of beauty in the steel drum version of La Cucaracha. God, that would be the best barbecue, <laughs> right? Oh, so there's a- oh man, I think I like this movie more now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a cat. <laughs> And the son sees the cat, and he goes and downstairs. And don't says, forget, there's also the cat's anus, which we see several times uh, uh, in close-ups, as in cat tradition. Mm-hmm. Release the butthole cut. Are you feeling sad? Let me show you my butt. <laughs> Showing you my anus make you feel better. I knew it would. It's shown in like tight close-ups. It's not even just the fact that the cat happens to walk by. It's like focused on. You guys act like you've never owned cats before. Thus supporting my theory that this movie is a porno haunted. Izzy, I've owned cats before. I've never made home videos focusing on their ass on their asshole. You don't have to. Just anytime you videotape a cat, the asshole is going to make a major appearance. But it doesn't have to be the whole frame. <laughs> it depends on how zoomed in you were. They're, they could have. Look, this is after they tried to edit it out. They had a million dollars. <laughs> all that money went to editing the anus out and this is what we ended up with so that's how much anus there was hilariously he goes downstairs and asks his dad the, the dialogue exchange goes something like this dad did we get a cat no why what do you do if you like a girl <laughs> let's get a pizza yeah, yeah let's, let's not focus <laughs> on the predator that's hanging out and shitting in our home it's a very it's very quickly forgotten about Hey, hey, Dad, do we have any string cheese? Oh, no, we don't. Hey, where do babies come from? <laughs> Let's go grab a hot dog. <laughs> oh, no, Nathan, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> it's about time for your first beer, son. <laughs> I like boys now. <laughs> okay. So, cut from this house to our second house, where a, a frantic woman is not able to find her shoes 
and she has a big presentation to do and she does she, people she's gonna have appetizers namely cheese puffs which i think she says 850 times in this movie at least because um, she's a caterer she needs investors for her catering business did you burn They're my called Cheetos, puffs? bitch. Where get are right. my cheese puffs? Oh. Did, are there more cheese puffs in the oven? Can we get a bigger oven so that we can make these cheese puffs? The investor specifically asked for cheese puffs. And if they're going to invest, we need to make cheese puffs to feed them to them. Because they specifically asked for my the cheese, cheese puffs. puffs. So, guy, listeners, you may have thought Izzy was just joking around. That's about a fifth of the time that they say it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, that's ripped. I have it printed right here. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's trying to find her shoes and she can't find her shoes. And she has a couple of, she has a couple of kids who we later learn are twins, which was a random <laughs> fact. <laughs> random fun facts. It's a super fun fact. <laughs> Found it more of an interesting tidbit myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're, her kids don't like each other. Um, and the girl uh, wants to go to business school, which hilariously she says, hey, mom. And her immediate reaction is, you're not going to business school. You're too smart. No, she's not going to business college. <laughs> business college. She says, you're she's too gotta smart. She's got to go to the business factory instead. <laughs> you need to go to the business factory and make business. You'll never get to be schooled in business. You're only going to make business. Sorry, because we're poor, because I'm a caterer, and I live alone, and I wear the most unrealistic shoes any caterer's ever worn. I can say this from fact because my mom was a caterer. No caterer is wearing shoes and no socks. Yeah, that that does seem kind of off. I know. Well, I know. those people deserve toe-free appetizers. It's not yet, Steve. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, they don't want toe-free appetizers, exactly. Um, no, they deserve them. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve um, toe-free appetizers. They they uh, they're continuing to look for the shoes, and then they, they Trent, her son, which again sounds like a porn name, um, says, "Hey, there are your shoes," and they're outside. And then they go outside, and there's a cat near her shoes. And Trent literally says the line, "Is that a cat?" Nope. <laughs> To which I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa- Patty was like, nope. no, stupid. Also, it's a velociraptor. Did, yeah, please, they're all dead now. Please tell me I'm not the only one that noticed that when the cat is sniffing around the shoes, there is clearly someone pointing a laser pointer. That happens several times. Oh in this yeah. Movie. Yep. yeah, yeah. There, there is that, and then there are other scenes where the cat is laying still, and you can see that there are cat treats underneath. <laughs> Yep. Oh, oh, also, like, uh, so we already moved fast, but the, the very first scene when the cat's out by the pool, mm. you can see its leash. Like, not just the collar, the freaking leash. <laughs> they have that cat chained to that chair. I also found it interesting that uh, Trent was accused of being a suck-up because he told his mom where her shoes were. Right? Yeah. <laughs> suck-up? Uh, okay, whatever. I, I, I actually noted sh- the, the sister's the villain in this movie, right? Oh, oh she's fucking evil, and that's why the love between uh, be- between uh, what, what is it? Trent ben, and Chris. Trent and Chris is really gonna bloom later. Uh, yeah, I will say Straight that Trent, brotherhood. T- Trent is a fucking dummy, though. <laughs> more what? on that. More on that no. later. More on that later to come. Um, uh, Duffy the cat talks about being a human whisperer and says he's found the people he's supposed to help. He's going to help these two families. Also, when he I say he helped says, them find their shoes. When, when I say he says, I mean we hear his internal monologue, which is most of what he's talking most of the time. 
Most of the time you hear his voice, it's yeah, it's it's yeah. a Garfield type situation. Um, <laughs> back at the other house, the dad says, "Hey, what's with your shirt?" <laughs> Which I don't know why I wrote that down. I just thought that was a funny thing to say. Oh, because he's not wearing a the raglan tee he was wearing earlier. He's wearing a polo. Yeah, what's with that shirt? You got you you uh, you going to business uh, college? <laughs> Nope, just gotta, you know, do my shift in at the business factory. No, Dad, I'm trying to get my dick wet. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know what's up with your shirt, but I burnt the waffles. <laughs> oh my god, and then we have 20 minutes of waffle fucking conversation. <laughs> and I broke waffle my waffle fucking. maker, so now I gotta get a new waffle maker. There's less waffle conversation at the waffle house. Yeah. Uh, I guess um, I hop, but I mean, you know. It's international. It's okay. I wanted to be on the nose. That's why I said Waffle House. Mm. Plus, you know, CM Punk used to be one of their, you know, cooks there. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling got reference, it in. Got it in. Yeah, yep. the one, two, three kid. <laughs> Get out, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so the father sees oh, no, Duffy. Steve can match you for wrestling matches. <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly, it is not half. It is not working. <laughs> He's talking about X Pac or Six Pac or Six. Cannonball kid. There you go. <laughs> That's all I got. So the father sees Duffy outside, who gives him a little bit of snark. Again, we, he doesn't hear him, but he snarks about the food he burned in the kitchen. How'd it get burned? How did it get burned? A creepy, real creepy moment of the movie here is when the kid comes out with the girl he's supposed to tutor, and mm. she says, "Oh, a cat. I like cats." And his response is cats like you too and then i'm not being i'm not making this up just for the fact just for comedy's sake he literally says cats like you too <laughs> yeah i actually have my note here is is the cat attracted to her because it sounds like a 50 year old perving on a teenager <laughs> yes yes <laughs> no oh you know we also get in this uh this shot uh, or this scene here uh one of a thousand shots of that fountain uh slash pool exchange thing oh good lord yeah that statue oh, you have that's a like, pool? Can we go swimming instead of studying? I mean, you could just like tell it to me while I'm in the pool because I don't know how to read. I'm going to business yeah. college. Yeah. That By the way, like... she also says that Hamlet is about a guy who likes ham, so I think she needs more than tutoring. Yeah. I, 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 I think she was being uh, uh, pretend stupid so she could hang out with him. But I think she's even dumber for thinking that he would fall for that pretend stupidness. But then I guess he is dumb because he fell he for it. He absolutely is. He does. I, yep. mm-hmm. Guys, guys, guys. I'm about 120% sure she's really stupid. Yeah, but And then yet her mom says dumb. she's a genius. Yeah. They just can't afford to send her to college. Oh, no, no. Hold on. We're talking about two different characters here. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the girls getting tutored by Chris. Yeah. Wait. Not, uh, Are they not, not, okay. 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 We had this. Okay, we had the same thing where it was like, wait, there were two girls the whole fucking time? Because yeah. even in the credits, it was like, why did they show the same girl with two different names? <laughs> okay, different different characters, Steve. They're they're the, they're rich. friends, actually. You they're... see them in the same scene a couple times later. Okay, then all right. So the girl who's getting tutored is not the one going to business college who no. has a twin. No. Right. Okay. Because I, I thought it was the, yeah, the, the daughter or whatever that was going over to get tutored. Okay. I did too, and then I just thought the friend popped in at the end to run over the cat. Yeah. This is okay. what this movie does to us, guys. <laughs> if only there was a cat to give exposition about this bullshit. Steve, you're in luck. 
with poorly drawn mouth animation. Guys, this movie does pass the Bechtel test because uh, the, there are two women who have a conversation not about guys. It's about cheese puffs. The wait, does that count? <laughs> are cheese puffs gendered? Oh. Oh. Well, what about the the phone conversation? The Phil, I know his name is Phil. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 get to the next scene here. This um, just in: the dad's because... name was Phil. Phil. Oh, Phil. Okay, there we go. Like, you know, the stuff yes, you put in the ground. Yes, because he doesn't make the rules, <laughs> Phil. So to continue the conversation between Chris and the uh, and the tutor, they or the one that's being tutored, the girl that's being 2D. tutored, she literally says at one point, again, another porno line, when she says, <laughs> I can swim in your pool, let's make learning fun. And to which I noted, deal. <laughs> yeah this is where i thought he was gonna start going like so i'm actually into boys <laughs> this this is the most unrealistic shot or thing in the entire movie uh, outside mm. of the you know even with the talking cat with the ms paint mouth i would have drowned myself to go swimming with her if i didn't know how to swim if i was right? his yeah. yeah no 100 oh, yeah. <laughs> percent. so i mean the next it's thing like I worst have... case scenario you die best case scenario you get mouth to mouth Exactly. Yeah, this is a ca- what they call a calculated risk. Um, people are having like full on like Edward Furlong brain scan conversation or not? Sorry, is it brain scan? Yeah, brain scan <laughs> conversations with the cat. Even though he's not uh, he's not talking to anyone yet. Um, uh, Phil makes the assumption that the cat is hungry because I don't know it's lying there looking at him, <laughs> and he says meow. And for some reason, Phil thinks that's random. Yeah, guys. Obviously, cats use telepathy to tell you when they're hungry. Duffy's uses telepathic powers to get some of that milk. <laughs> so he's feeding it tuna, as we said earlier. Eric Roberts is making his yummy noises. Yum, he yum, gets yum, tuna. That's yum, tuna yum, in yum, milk. Yum, 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 like it's yum, tuna yum, inside yum, of yum. milk. It was almost like cottage cheese and Android milk. Uh. <laughs> and for more on that, we'll check out our episode <laughs> of I Come in Peace, which this. <laughs> This year should this movie uh, should have gotten a should be considered a sequel uh, and called uh, look, uh, look who's retching now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I got talked into this talking cat movie. Oh my god! I thought my career was on the up after the fanatic. <laughs> I don't make the rules, Phil. <laughs> Back to the other house. Um, the mother at one point um, straight up messes up her line, and I said, "Okay, let's just keep rolling." I guess because she yeah, like, why waste film? That happens several times in this movie. <laughs> yeah, actors like stumble, and then you're like, "Uh, mm, uh all right, that's that's one take <laughs> on your one million dollar budget." Yeah it's, not, yeah, it's not like we have a million dollars for this thing, <laughs> guys. No, you're you're missing out. That was the best take. <laughs> they spent days trying to get those lines, and this was the best they could get. <laughs> we did 107 takes, and that one was the best. <laughs> exactly. That's where the money went. Um, that's where the money went. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line in the whole movie coming up, uh, as we're at the house with the, the mother and her son and daughter, which, by the way, the mother and the son, there's the most sexual tension in this movie, or at least second highest. I Second like, highest, because there's yeah. more. The, there's some, um, yeah. There's two people there's later, world. definitely, yeah. But 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 there, like, there is some real tension between these two. There's a yeah. there's a job opportunity, and it's like a, an internship um, to work for with a like, toy a, for like a toy company. Toy company, and the greatest line of all time is when Trent says, 
I, I can't do that. Besides, toys and stuff is for people with imaginations and creative type stuff. Best line in this movie. I'm just gonna have oh, to go I, work at that business factory. I thought I thought it was gonna be about how the mom for some reason would be falling through a fence. <laughs> oh, that she she gets him to work on the fence. And says I I I'm gonna fall through it one of these days. It's like how much drinking is she doing in the garden? <laughs> also, so much drinking. Have you never gardened? <laughs> no, but I'm thinking of taking it up so we don't have to go to the grocery store as much. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> Did anybody catch what Trent was doing when he was, quote, working on the fence? Fapping it. <laughs> he was just drilling a hole in the top of the fence that was connected to nothing. <laughs> like Maybe he was he, re-securing the peg or the, the picket. No, he wasn't even drilling a hole like um, the, where the connection was. He was just drilling a hole in the top of the fence. Also, that drill had no, no bolt in it. Oh. Uh, no, dr- no drill bit? No, no drill bit. No drill yeah, bit, well, Taylor, you know, He doesn't have drill. a lot of imagination. <laughs> and other creative type stuff. Yeah, so the mom goes and visits him while he's making the fence and says, Listen, you're a good guy, okay? You're great. Let's fuck. Wait, sorry, that's not what I think. Whoa. <laughs> uh, hold on. We may have seen a different version of this movie. Yeah. Oh, shit. The Canadian oh. version gets Showgirls nasty. Showgirls 2 situation. Were there yeah. witches in yours? <laughs> I think someone went to prison at the end. <laughs> well, we both got the pool scene, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely got the pool scene. <laughs> she hits on her son for a while, um, and then, and then right after that, like literally the next scene, she goes up to the daughter and is like, "Where's Trent? Have you seen him?" <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch, you were just talking to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna quote a. Uh... Legend of California uh, television here. Time has passed. <laughs> no, but it hasn't. That's the thing. She literally <laughs> walks into the house. There's a cut to the girl on the couch. They say like two lines back and forth. And she's like, where's your brother? <laughs> Maybe she just wants her sis- the sister to go talk to her brother. Are we subtly, Are we subtly saying that the mom is losing her mind? I mean... I mean, she starts falling for uh, Rodney Vandersnatch or whatever we're calling <laughs> uh, the dead. Imagine. Rodney Trumpersnatch. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I think at one point during the movie, Patty was like, he should just cut it already. Like, just just shave it right off. They could have had a scene like in fucking Royal Tenenbaums where Luke Wilson shaves his beard with that sad music. <laughs> just him shaving his soul patch. <laughs> no, she meant you his like hair. That? Like, his, like the, the, that, that Trumpian cut going on the top of his dome needle in the hay go full blown like Thanos snap uh, with Captain America's beard (laughs) (laughs) oh I love you guys (laughs) (laughs) we love you too so the girl has almost no reaction to the first instance of the cat talking and this is where we like we get some the the, the as he's uh, sitting there and that, that oh. weird mouth thing. I'm pretty sure I heard. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. They got Andy Circus for this mocap stuff. I, you know, I think you're right. I think this was <laughs> that the, explains the million bucks. Right? The million bucks went to paying for the cease and desist order <laughs> from Andy Circus. 
I would love if the director of a talking cat, like, uh, sorry, the director of a talking cat, um, released some like behind the scenes special and tried to pretend like it was done through mocap. <laughs> you see someone with all the balls, like the 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 green costume with the balls all over. <laughs> this is that stupid app people put post on Facebook to make their pets talk, right? Oh, it's it's. I, it looked uh, even cheaper than that. Like it's terrible. And yeah. also, I'm just gonna throw this out there: nobody who's ever done that little mouth to making their pets talk has ever been funny enough to pull it off, right? You know, I think the videos where um, people mute the audio when the cat's meowing and pretending it's talking are better than this. Yeah. Another fun behind the scene thing is the uh, Eric Roberts stuff starts with. You have a collect call from Grady County Jail from Eric Roberts. <laughs> you accept the charges, and then he reads the 15 minutes. Listen, listen, I can't last in here. I got to get out of here. It's fucking Carol Baskin's fault. <laughs> I got a time limit. Let's make it quick. Um, so, yeah, so she has no reaction whatsoever to a talking cat, and he keeps telling her to read her beeping machine. Or to read her machine, her laptop. Look at your beeping machine. It literally says, look at your, yeah, look at your beeping machine, but you're a cat. Look at your machine, but you're a cat. (laughs) That is the actual dialogue exchange. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it should be more like, look at your beeping machine. You're a fucking talking cat! Mom! Mom! What the fuck is happening? And then the best thing is, she's clearly looking at the cat. Well, I'm—I mean, I use use the term "moving its mouth" in the lightest, like in the loosest way possible. But she's watching it right in front of her eyes, and then she goes over outside to see Trent and says, "How are you? I don't know how you're doing it, but you're clearly talking and pretending that the cat is talking." Nice prank, Trent. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still out there fixing the fence. (laughs) Confounded as always. Steve, you're a fence fixer. Is that how you do it? Yes, I I was actually waiting for him to be like, like have accidentally like stapled himself to the fence or something. Like, uh, what? What about a cat? (laughs) Uh, So he directs her to look at her computer and, oh boy, it it shows a website that explains that uh, Phil has retired. And sold his company, and God, God, guys, they want us to know every single word on that website because oh, except for they cut off the fucking end of it. Oh, oh but she's super smart though, because we have to sit there for four fucking minutes for her to read this thing. Th- this is <laughs> why we were like, oh, she needs fucking tutoring. She yeah. takes, she's taking seventy-five hours to read this half a paragraph. We also talk about how emotionally abusive she is towards her brother and how one-sided that destructive relationship is. You're stupid and I'm smart. See ya. She is the worst. I I was really hoping that this would take some sort of muck-esque turn and she would be murdered in a swamp. Yeah. Actually, this is pretty... Their relationship there is pretty much the relationship I had growing up with my younger sister. She was constantly just like... Hi, you're a fucking bitch who's stupid. I'm off to my AP classes. And it's like, okay. There, um, there, there is another scene where the mom uh, is trying to fuck Trent because mm-hmm. she's seducing him with a Humphrey Bogart marathon. Which, yeah. I gotta say, on cheese puffs while we watch Humphrey Bogart. Oh, God. Lots of <laughs> dastardly deeds, dames daring do. Done dirt cheap with Durgeons and Dragons. <laughs> 
exactly. Natural dialogue is what I'm trying to say. Um, also, I got to say, whoever wrote this movie, which I, I, I don't know if it's David Dakota or someone else, but whoever wrote this movie, um, I don't think has seen a single Humphrey Bogart movie. <laughs> no, because doesn't Phil, he's doing an impression and it sounds more like Cagney or... or... <laughs> I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. I, I thought it sounded kind of like Richard Nixon at one point. I'm going to pump you full of lead, see? Even when they talk about Humphrey Bogart and they're reminiscing about his movies, he just says, like, yeah, I like his detective movies and the romance ones and oh. the war films. Oh, I, I can tell you why that was the case. Because if you start using names of the movies, that's when you get sued. One million dollars. <laughs> that they intend to keep. <laughs> yes, and Lunder, you know, they're going to get, you know... 75 cents on the dollar <laughs> um and we see and we see right here oh the mom over in this house likes humphrey bogart and you know what it looks like phil over in the other house also likes humphrey bogart i wonder how that's gonna play out and phil gets to talk to the cat here finally it's his turn to talk to the cat oh, thank god and we we hear about 38 times throughout this movie that the cat can only talk to someone once mm-hmm. um and then never again so I'm like, okay, well, thank God for that. But then also, we also have to hear the cat's internal monologue, so that's not helping. Yeah. We're not included in that one time, apparently. What about the viewers, Eric Roberts? <laughs> Nathan, are we at least lucky that he didn't show up and drink with Phil and say, I am the rules? I am the rules. <laughs> Wouldn't that uh... have been a fucking twist? Serenity now, serenity now. <laughs> it was at this point I actually noted that Phil looked uh, like uh, the way Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols looks um, now. <laughs> Maybe it's him under a suit, though. Uh, I don't. I don't feel that he'd be able to hide his accent that well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cat's advice to the da- to Phil is to take a walk in the woods. So thanks, cat. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, the dad, look, uh, Phil, looks like a crazy person because he gets his son in there to see if he can hear the cat. And, of course, his son is like, you're crazy, dad. Which, also, when he runs to go get the son, it's like the weirdest, like, long shot. It's like a horror movie shot. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, him running down the hallway. It's like, oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a choice, I guess, if your hallway is fucking seven inches wide. And they also, like, it's not the first, well, it is the first time, but it's not the only time in this movie where they, they feel the need to show you every frame of the journey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Runtime, runtime, runtime. Yeah. It's, 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 it's called the Birdemic effect. Yeah. <laughs> we watched their entire day. <laughs> I wonder where he's going to park. Is it going to be there or there? So, back at the other house. Because we're just going back and forth the whole movie. Um, this time it's Trent's turn to meet Duffy, and he reacts to a talking cat. Before we do that, can what? can I talk about one? Before we do that, I, oh. I just us transitioning back to the house made me uh, reminded of the fact that the transition shots or establishing shots in this thing that we've already been talked about a couple of times, they have sometimes no real sense of. Um, 
where you're supposed to be because at one time it looks like you're they're in Oregon. They're clearly in Oregon. Oh nope, uh, um, they're in California. Okay, no, this is maybe it's Maui. No, it's 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 got to be Washington State. Mm, could be British Columbia. It, it changes up so much that you don't even really know where it's at. Yeah, like one of the establishing when, shots, I swear, was like a shot of Paris. Okay, when <laughs> when it cut to the establishing shot of an island, my mind exploded. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Trent, Trent, it's Trent's turn to hear Duffy talk, and he basically tells him like, "Hey, you know what?" You do have an imagination. Don't don't be so hard on yourself. Also, something something, my backstory, magical collar in a forest. Okay, you got all that? Cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder if that's gonna come back into play. Probably Guys, not. it does. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, so then we get the we get the uh the meat cute, of course. <laughs> the meet cute of Phil uh, running. He's taking a jog through the woods, and he stops by his neighbor, one of his neighbor's houses. And who happens to be that neighbor? Well, it's Mrs. Cheesepuff herself. And she greets him. First, does the thing that everyone does when you meet a new person. You ask if they're a crazy person, and if they say no, then you let them into your home. Because they're, they're not going to lie about that. No, it's the crazy per- person oath. And, yeah, she offers them water, and they have some fucking inane dialogue about Humphrey Bogart. Like Steve was saying, they can't name any movies here. And also, did you think that 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 line was weird where she said, I categorize them by genre and co-star? I'm like, categorize them where? (laughs) (laughs) Does she have, like, a catalog? Just, like, an Excel spreadsheet? mental catalog. In her mind brain. It's a thing. Look it up. (laughs) Okay. Her memory palace. (laughs) Um, we go to the tutor session, and that girl wants to get fucked. Yeah. But he is such a... Chris is just a little wiener. He's a little wiener. and Well, I mean, or he's, you know, he's dealing with some shit, which we'll get to later. <laughs> um, and then she says something, like, there's a line about, like, okay, they, they do the thing where she's like, oh, Hamlet is about a, a guy who likes ham. Ha, ha, ha. And then she looks at him very seriously and says, Hamlet is about a guy who can't take action, even though the obvious is staring him right in the face. And I wrote, that is not what Hamlet is about. (laughs) Hamlet is about somebody who wants to fuck. Yeah, bring it down to its basest, like its most base meaning that isn't even close to what Hamlet is. Is that not what Hamlet's about? Isn't it about uh, making tough decisions to rule a kingdom? He does make a decision, a terrible decision. (laughs) Um, who talks to Duffy at this point? Is it Chris? Mm, and I he has, so. like, no reaction to it Does at it all? Does it even matter? I mean, <laughs> Izzy, it's very important. <laughs> because after he tells him, like, you know, you need to move past these setbacks, and, and the, the kid is like, do you think that girl likes me? And the cat is like, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Just stops talking to him. You uh, like boys, son. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> we get, oh my god, we come back to the other house and it is the most glaring example of of trying to get a nighttime shot during the day. <laughs> oh, the day for night is just terrible in this. We, you can see the light pouring in through the window. 
we we had we had to pause it to have a discussion whether it's supposed to be nighttime or whether their TV was irradiating them or what was happening. <laughs> I believe it was because they even say like, "I'll be in the kitchen all night." <laughs> that great. That's great, but it's ten a.m. So what's that got to do with anything? Mom, why do we have the lights like this? This is super weird. <laughs> what do you? What's in this cake, Mom? I actually, no. I, I noted to Patty. Um, you know, when they try to do this effect in anything, uh, usually they uh, do some sort of blacking out of the window so you don't see the sun shining in. <laughs> what? Yeah, but they just no. the birds chirping, the plants growing. <laughs> Somebody outside be, being like, "Good morning, everyone. Good morning." <laughs> oh, hi, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, good morning to you. Oh well, well it's, it's time for a brand new day. Well, anyway, I gotta go talk to a cat. What? A talking cat? Uh, uh, Mr. Stewart, we've been over this. Can you please put some pants on? Oh, don't tell me what to do, movie house. It's a nice hug you got there. Thanks. Um. So, what the fuck is going on? So the girl, the girl, the uh, her name is Tina. I finally wrote down the name about three quarters of the way through my notes because I was drinking while I was watching this movie. You're talking about the Hamlet girl, right? What's that? Hamlet girl? Her name's No, Tina? the other girl. The business oh, girl. Oh, the sister. Oh, the cam girl. I'm sorry. Cam girl. <laughs> uh, she, talks to, uh, she talks to the cat about... She talks to the cat now. It's her time. Um, oh, it's, no, sorry. She's already talked to the cat. She talks to him and the cat doesn't talk back. But she's, she's saying something about like... Oh, you! I know you were trying to point me in the direction of that guy, that that guy who sold his like coding company and blah blah blah. I'm gonna bring you into the bedroom, and I wrote down, "Is she gonna fuck that cat?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was also. Meow. A... <laughs> was that a real meow in the background? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the best. Po- pose like DTF. <laughs> I believe Paul is protesting this scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She's not that, inter, that interspecies was, mingling, right, though. It was an, another section where they used the laser pointer to get the cat's attention to get yes. close to someone. Yes. Oh, so again, there was a credit for a cat trainer <laughs> in the end credits. Um, so uh, we go back to uh, we go back to Phil, who's talking to his financial advisor on the phone. But not taking any financial advice. Yeah. Nope. He's just like, oh, a toy company. Yeah, let's invest in that. I have a lucky cat. Come on, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but by the way, if we saw the other end, you know, a, a, a surprising third location if it were to happen, uh, <gasps> where the uh, financial manager is like listening to him like, I, I'm sorry, what about a lucky cat? I, I can't transfer your money. I don't think you're of sound mind and body. <laughs> what? No, that's... That's not that's, a thing. That's that explains all the palm trees and beaches. The third, the third location they they had to cut it due to budgetary reasons. It was the Cayman Islands. Uh. that's you helping solve things there, Steve. Third <laughs> location. I never would have crossed my mind. But uh, yeah. Senor Vandersnatch, I cannot do that. I. Uh... <laughs> Phil Vandersnatch. <laughs> Steve, how did you know his full name? Do you have the script too? I mean, this is what happens when you watch it like four times. <laughs> oh my lord! I've watched it twice, once without, 
and once as the riff with riff tracks. <laughs> <laughs> the riff um, tracks is pretty amazing. So he he talk, yeah after he talks to his financial advisor and tells him that uh, he's going to go visit his neighbor because I guess he needs to know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we find the mother uh, again obsessed with cheese puffs, um, packing them up, packing them up because she got a big client and you know. She's going to, if she, if she scores this client, she's going to get nine to five shifts. She's going to be able to feed her kids every day. It's going to oh, be great. We get, before you get all that, we get a Toyota commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because the whole, it's like her driving all the way back oh, and yeah. they show like every frame of her driving all the way back. And that that's when she gets back and has the big talk about, you know, the, the, the cheese puffs and how important the cheese, cheese puffs are for these clients. Okay, so the best part about that, about the car, is that they cut to the car driving right after Phil says, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Hard cut to driving scene for five minutes. Yeah. Oh, so. That's how my stepdad walks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Are you listening? No. <laughs> um, so Phil comes around and gets the mom gives him a glass of water. She pulls the cheese puffs out of the oven with her bare hands. Right? Yep. <laughs> no reaction whatsoever. I was like, um... Oh, but when Phil grabs them, it's hot as hell on his hands, apparently. Well, oh, shit. He, he, she, he hasn't developed the cataracts like she has, being a full-time caterer. Right? I mean, the calluses? Cataracts? Calluses? Calluses. Did I mispronounce calluses as cataracts? You were just so obsessed with the cats. That's it. <laughs> I'm, like, so surprised at the very <laughs> few cat puns we made up to this point. I just want to say that. Well, you know, she talks uh, about categorizing uh, Bogart movies in her mind brain. <laughs> Memory um, palace. Memory palace. <laughs> another shot of cat treats under Duffy, so he'll stay oh, put. egregious. <laughs> um, T- at this point um, she, she she has to leave and she's like okay because Phil like you said Phil grabs the cheese puffs and for some reason they're hot when he touches them and they just drop all over the floor mm-hmm. and uh, he's apologizing and apologizing and I, I was just watching the mom during this whole scene because the look in her face is like a trauma victim like it's not just like a look of horror she looks like she's about to die it's like the director said okay you're Meryl Streep right after the ending of Sophie's Choice go (laughs) oh but uh, she basically says okay Tina you gotta you know her daughter like you make the cheese puffs you gotta make more cheese puffs because everyone's gonna want my cheese puffs they were a special request I'm like mom no one wants your fucking cheese puffs (laughs) Order out. But Tina t- t- Tina just decides, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to go off with this strange middle-aged man that I just met. Right? <laughs> <laughs> whose, you know, whose facial hair and uh, balding pattern does not indicate he would try to touch me in any way, shape, or form. I don't know no. why you would say that. That seems oddly specific. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a fucking twist? <laughs> it would not have been surprising in this movie, given the vibe that it gives off with every scene. Yeah, but then Eric Roberts is like, well, my job is done here. I put these two together. <laughs> now we'll finish off Chris and Trent, literally. 
<laughs> Steve, didn't you mention that in this kids movie, uh, Phil is wearing a shirt with a very uh, profane oh, saying on it? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so like when he goes for his walker or whatever, he's wearing a shirt that in Spanish says "One fucking day at a time." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Children's movie, rated G. It was a un, un pinche dia de la ve or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I uh, want that shirt. <laughs> so Tina goes to leave with this strange middle-aged man named Phil. Hmm. And, uh, but she makes cheese puffs at his house, so don't worry. <laughs> and she says, yeah, well, like, we get tons of more like uh, word oh, stew, oh buzzword God. technology terms. Yeah, she's like, I gotta get the algorithm, but I can't get the flash drive to work on the blah, blah, blah. And he's like, listen, I'll help you as long as you give me some cheese puffs. And that's that's code. Yeah, that's code. That's totally code. I've tried that one before. <laughs> but she gives him so many of those cheese puffs. <laughs> like, most of those are for your mother. Right? Yeah, she's a bitch, as we saw in the previous scene. She's crazy. <laughs> Um, I think this is Izzy's favorite scene coming up where Trent is... Oh, the 25th is... shot of the pool cycling system? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Trent is Trent is looking for his sister. Um, he's told <laughs> to go find his sister. And somehow he knows where Phil lives. Gonna, so ain't going to lie. This this whole scene coming up, Patty was kind of perving on Chris. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, yes. Izzy, care to t- care to tell us about this scene where Trent comes and visits uh, the house? Oh well, uh, Trent comes strolling and up and he's a little about it. just a little hot and sweaty because it's a warm day, and he uh, he finds shit. What's his name? Chris. 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 Uh, she, he finds Chris Vandersnatch stretched out by the pool. Oh no, in the pool. That's in right. Because he's learning how to swim, and it's a little chilly in that pool, so he's sort of just you know. Waist deep and shivering. Yeah, and, nipples erect. Oh, their eyes meet. They're both just, you know, a little bit glazed. Just glistening, young. Brenda, this is going to get us kicked off of Podbean. What up the E rating? One fucking day at a time, this like is, his dad shirt says. This right here is uh, is the, the most chemistry any characters have had on screen to date. <laughs> okay. Not even, like, not even with a drip of sarcasm. If you just, like, presented this scene on its own, I legitimately would think it's about a guy, like, coming to terms with his, with his sexuality. Yes! The way if, it's if presented. If you presented this scene on its own, I would have figured with the lighting and the acting caliber, this is gay pornography. Absolutely. Yeah. It can be both. It can be a gay porn about a guy coming to terms with yeah, his so homosexuality. What was that gay porn movie you guys did early on? <laughs> Ben and Arthur. Ben and Arthur. Yep, it's like Ben and Arthur, but done well. <laughs> With a million dollar budget. <laughs> ben I also, and Arthur is a masterpiece. I also felt that uh, both stories that were happening at this weird um, the mansion, hotel, haunted porno set uh, was something that would lead into uh, pornography because not only do you have the two young fellows out uh, by the pool, but you have the old guy and the teenager uh, in the kitchen. So, I mean, it, it's perp central. Yeah. yeah. He knows. It's it's almost like the director was like, listen, let's just do the same setups that we usually do, but then we'll just make it a kid's movie. 
All right, cut out the money shots, and then we got a nice little tight 80-minute movie. Listen, listen. Anytime you want to cut to them fucking, let's just put in these shots of the cat. Throw Eric Roberts 15 grand for 15 minutes of his time. My nephew wants to know if he can ever watch one of my movies, so we got to make one that he can watch. Make sure sure Eric fills out his time card. Yeah, all 15 minutes of it. If we need a sequel, I got that horse fucking movie. We can uh, cut that up, too. Once upon an Equus. A talking pony? <laughs> Real movie. Real movie. Um, so after those two almost sex scenes occur, um, yeah. the mom arrives oh, and is like, shit. why are my kids here? Phil, I don't think you should come around anymore. Ah! <laughs> Wrath of mom. Yep. Yeah, gets them to get in the car. And they leave, um, leaving Phil and Chris pretty sad because they didn't get their respective love interests. Well, actually, no respective, no respective love interests. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was going to say, actually, because the Tudor girl's not there anymore, but we all know it's actually Trent that he's into. That's right. Um, <laughs> Just a bunch of blue balls in that mansion. <laughs> to go with trees with, you know, high heels. This scene did... As much as everything in this movie made little sense, this scene was uh, fucking made no sense at all. So this girl, I, I understand the concept of the app that she wants to create is real. Uh, mm-hmm. Tina, like as Izzy was saying, this is a thing where you would choose the clothes and it would tell you like what fits with what. What What is like a good like fashion style, I guess. What, yeah, what you, the- um, there, there's a bunch of these apps. You Basically, you yeah. take pictures of and or download from the internet pictures of uh, uh, all of your clothing. You put in sort of like what you wear on a daily basis. It will develop an algorithm and then it can start predicting outfits for you that you may not have tried, but based on what you've worn before, would potentially go together. So their idea is to find the perfect outfit so that they go can go back and woo these girls back again. Yeah. Um, guys, how do they, uh, how do they scan their clothes? <laughs> By the way, they all still have tags on them. Um, how do they scan their clothes into the, into the computer system? Some sort of reading lamp, I believe. Oh, yep. this is, uh, do you guys remember for the Game Boy Color, they had the little uh, light that you could plug yes. into the power charger when you weren't charging mm-hmm. it? It's one of those. Yeah, they don't make, they don't even make an attempt at l- making it look like it would somehow be connected to the computer. Like, there's no wire, it's just, it, they just kind of hover the light over the tag and you hear a beep. Yeah, if only there was like a laser <laughs> pointer nearby. Oh, and by the way, if you're wondering if they scan every single piece of clothing, they do. In real time. One at a fucking time. <laughs> gotta pad that, you gotta pad it out to get it out to that, you know, feature length. You got a million dollars to spend, Brendan, a million dollars. This movie really struggles to reach 85 minutes, considering I think 12 of them are the credits. <laughs> It counts because there's all kinds of cat capering. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, that happens. They find these outfits that look super cool. And then the son is hanging out with the dumb girl again or the the Hamlet girl. Um, And then, oh, oh, guys, she gets a phone call. And we kind of see the footage. Duffy just got hit by a fucking car. (gasps) No! 
<gasps> oh my god, I hope he's okay. How, a million dollar budget. So I mean, how are they gonna create this like this like special effect of like Duffy? He's probably wounded. Oh my god, do you think he has a head wound? Oh Old timey toothache. <laughs> Like so, Jacob Marley in in a Christmas Carol. Yeah, if they didn't finish wrapping it, right? <laughs> so, so they they walk in. They hear the cat's been hit by a car. They all walk in to see. The best part is that they're like, "Yeah, the vet's in. The vet just brought him in. He's comfortable." I'm like, "What? <laughs> the the vet came to your house?" Yeah, they're like, "Yep, yeah, say your last goodbyes, and we're throwing them in the cat chipper." Guys, actually, mobile vets are a thing. Yes, we have a vet here in uh, in in our area that does that. Yeah, but there's only two houses on this island, city, country, state. Right. <laughs> so I don't know where the vet's coming from. I was like that the vet is mentioned, but doesn't get to be on screen. This movie literally has. What, uh, six characters? Sounds Something right. like that. Yeah, there's nobody outside of the family. I don't think, and the cat. Well, that's that's why uh, that's why it's so dire. They don't have a vet. They had to wrap him up themselves. So he's barely wrapped up in a bandage, <laughs> and and he looks he looks like he's so uh, it looks like he's so distraught. So much so that he's clearly just like needing the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Making cheese puffs. Uh, but then, guys, it's going to be okay. Because remember his magical collar that he talked about in that one scene that nobody paid attention to? No. It's north of here. Trent does. Trent it's knows near that it. shrub, that, that, that one shrub that's in apparently the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, <laughs> just head north and you'll find it. So they find his magical, disgusting collar. Because I thought when they found it, I was like, oh, does that just have, like, black mold on it? Nope, it's made out of human hair! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Izzy, do Poe and Cameron have human hair collars? No, because they keep taking them off and leaving them around the house. There you Uh, go. (laughs) They find the magical collar. They put it on Duffy. (sighs) We get a light show. There's a, there's an orb for some reason. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what was up with that whole green thing. But I mean, to the movie's credit, uh, Phil does follow it properly with the right eye line, so <laughs> they were definitely preparing for it. At least one of them does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, guys, he's okay. He recovers, and he says in his mind, "I'm Duffy, and I'm a talking cat." Meow. Now I must go back to my home planet. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's a magical day. Oh, sorry. This is the this is a different crappy direct video thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm exposing everyone. <laughs> I'm the president of the bank. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> that's how the movie ends um we get a little and then this happened with the characters at the end and it's what you expect except for the fact that chris and trent don't hook up unfortunately oh did you notice sorry i hate to point this out now before we wrap it all up but did you notice when um when they put the the collar the disgusting human hair collar on uh duffy um that uh, Phil was magically wearing a Hawaiian shirt and then uh, back to wearing his plaid shirt in the next shot. 
I didn't oh, no. notice that. <laughs> a million dollars. Yep, the, a million dollars. It's the magic of the collar. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve be the worst continuity guy on set. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's uh, magic or some shit. It, it's funny, j- j- during the wrap-up montage, we see um, uh, Chris and the his study girl uh, hanging out in the pool, and she's for some reason, says cannonball with nobody's jumping into the pool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, in the first... Um, should note they do the entire run of cast credits in this ending credit sequence twice, mm-hmm. like the exact same way. Just the first time it's with like a picture with everyone, and the second time they just run through it again. And only the second time do they credit Eric Roberts, <laughs> which I thought was wild because it's clearly the biggest star in this movie. Also, they 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 credit the cat Squeaky, which yeah, yeah. they spell differently each time. Well, that's that's just it. We can't. You don't want to confuse people by like, wait, Eric Roberts was in a cat suit? I thought that was last week. It's almost like they, they spelled Squeaky's name wrong and the director said, hey, you should go back and fix that. Uh, they're okay. I'll just add another one. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm already onto a talking pony, friend. <laughs> and 1313 on the high seas. By the way, fun, interesting tid fact um in a talking pony the voice of the pony is phil mm. phil the guy who plays phil in this one yep oh that's great um i also noticed that at the end of the movie you know how they do that any resemblance to real people places blah 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 one of them is any resemblance to real firms okay, okay. oh like I like his company like or whatever firms, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, what was the name Which of this company? Think, it was like Google Google Flip or some shit like that. I think I think people, places, and you know the usual one covers all that. But okay, that's talking cat. Sorry, that's a talking cat. A uh, talking that's a talking cat. There that's you go. a talking cat. You're all correct, <laughs> Nathan. Yes, Brendan. Would you recommend this movie? Uh, I would recommend the Rift Tracks version. I would okay. not recommend going it alone uh, on this one. Okay. Steve and Izzy? Mm, we goaded alone. I cannot recommend this. Yeah, I'd uh, rather watch literally any 1980s Italian post-apocalyptic movie than watch uh, A Talking Cat again. Steve, I would mean, you watch The Core or A Talking oh, Cat? Oh. Wait, Steve, what did you say the name of the movie is? A Talking Cat? Yeah, okay, there we go. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, it was the was uh, Spanish confused. translation. <laughs> <laughs> it was the working title, One Fucking Day at a Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think this movie I think this movie would be fun in like a group setting. Like if everyone's just like drinking and watching no. a bad movie. I think it's got no. that vibe. A drunken I, cat? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm definitely going to say recommended as far as that goes. I think it was, I think uh, in the same this vein. This is also the guy that recommended Cats, though, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. I'm going to continue. And, I'm going to uh, continue what I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying here. Thank thank you very much. Um, and doesn't like Life Force <laughs> for some reason? Fuck Life Force. Um, so this movie is t- obviously terrible, and the production values are horrible. But yeah, no, I'm definitely recommending it in the same sense that I did, like, Fateful Findings and shit. So watch it, but be prepared. 
I, it's I highly recommend bad. taking a shit. Okay. Rift Tracks. The Rift Tracks version is quite funny. Uh, I'm sure it is. I still say it's fun to watch the original version. So that's... So that's a t- um, we're getting some sort of grinding noise <laughs> yeah, on the track there. I know. I'm wondering what the hell that is, too. It's been going on for a minute. Uh, it sounds like she's turned on. <laughs> by a talking cat? <laughs> a talking cat? It's all by those, those young, nubile boys? <laughs> That being said, speaking of nubile boys, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. What were they thinking? What were they thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they Hey, we're back. So it's time, Nathan, for the low haiku. Yes, the low haiku. 17 perfect syllables to represent the movie we just talked about. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, why don't we let our guests start us off? So if you'd like to read your haikus. Uh, it's haiku there. This movie is not worthy of a haiku from me, Steve. <gasps> How dare you? We did a haiku for Postal. That was your choice. Um, yeah, I'll go with my haiku. <clears throat> oh, hi, Melissa. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye then. Very good, yes. Good. Uh, bringing back the fantastic... Uh, phone dialogue uh-huh. which i'm assuming went something like this mr director what should i say besides i know action <laughs> just say it three times <laughs> just pretend that you're summoning the candy man and his name is i know <laughs> mm-hmm. nathan would you like to read your haiku yes absolutely <clears throat> movie has it all phoned in line delivery Anus on display. Thank you, Yos. Thank you. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts, and I approve this message. Whoa. Take it down a notch. I don't even know where that came from. That's, that's... I... Nathan, are the phone lines lighting up after that? Uh, uh, we have, we have one blinking on one and three. Ooh, we're going to have to get to that later when we're off yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I have my haiku here. <clears throat> the cat is talking. Everyone wanting to fuck. Shut up, re cheese puffs. Cheesy, cheesy, cheesy puffs. It, I hear it's not easy being cheesy. Cheech cat. 
Wap -pa 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 -pow. Hey, everybody. Keep on rocking in a free world. Is <laughs> it Kermit doing a Neil Young cover? It is. It is. You like I that? Like I like it. I like it. Um, I feel like that. That's. I feel like that's out there somewhere. <laughs> Has to Should be. be. <laughs> sounds like Kermit the Frog enough. Frank Oz and all those other people make this happen. On this harvest moon, <laughs> guys. Hey, old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. <laughs> uh, we 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 talked about this movie, Kermit Neil Young. Yeah. What do we always say? Well, Brendan, I hear you guys always say. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Steven Izzy, have you gotten to Rotten Tomatoes yet? Because I do want to ask you what you think it got. Oh, I did. But... I did not oh, look okay. at it. I've got some. Oh, okay. Izzy, it does not have a critics rating. I will tell you that. Yeah. But what do you suppose the audience rating is? Three, and I'm being generous. 39%. What? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's in the same vein as my recommendation. <laughs> there are three critic what? reviews. Yeah, there's three critic reviews, but there's no because that doesn't. That's not enough to make up a percentage apparently on Rotten Tomatoes. Are they all? Are there any like comments on those critic reviews? Yep, there's three of them. Uh, oh, Jason Bailey, Tracy Moore, and Whitney Siebold. Okay, well, Tracy Morgan. Well, we got... Tracy Morgan's on there. Well, uh, Jason ba Tracy Moore. Okay. Uh, Jason Bailey wrote. Uh, even at 85 minutes, a talking cat is <clears throat> is a mercilessly tough sit. I think he left that an H on yeah, that last sorry. word. <laughs> Wait, um, there's two H's in tough? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, Tracy Moore from Common Sense Media wrote, Kids looking for a cute cat tail will be disappointed. And then finally, Whitney Siebold of Crave Online wrote, uh, It's not quite crazy or energetic enough to be a proper bad movie night kind of movie indeed the film is pretty effing boring disagree so those are all the critic reviews from rotten tomatoes for a talking cat <laughs> let's get into the audience Ooh, i got one steve hit us up uh it's right up top julie b gives it four out of five stars this movie will leave you on the edge of your seat with questions. Do the guys hook up in the pool? Do they voodoo with that cat? Were those cheesy puffs really ruined? Watch to find out. Some of the reviews are skeptical, but I say this movie makes a great date night. Just pop open a bottle of bubbly with your SO and drive anytime you see a la or wait, sorry, and drink anytime you see a laser. A little drop or a cat as a pretentious asshole. I I would also add uh, anytime you hear the word cheese puffs, yeah, you would die. <laughs> Izzy, review that review, please. Mm, I mean, cheese puffs. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amanda W gives this uh, three and a half stars, and she seems to be a little conflicted with her review. She says different slash a little weird. Slash, not bad. Slash, just okay. Slash, kind of liked. Dot, dot, dot. Did she have a stroke while writing I, that? I, I, think, I think maybe. 
I mean, that's definitely the sort of review I would leave after eating too many cheese puffs. Perfect. So, (laughs) sodium-induced stroke. Okay. Uh, Alan M. Halfstar writes... Alan Moore? uh, Obviously. He's (laughs) a bit of a film snob. He didn't even like V for Vendetta. Uh, When I first caught a glimpse of this catastrophe, Mm. (laughs) I I didn't know... I didn't know what I was coming. I, I didn't know what was coming for me. After watching it, uh, just to see how awful it was, it turned out to be worse than I thought. The acting, the cat's animation whenever it spoke, whatever they used for the audio, it just all sucked. <laughs> Alan Moore with some strong opinions. Take that. And a sweet cat pun. I mean, um, it's accurate, but he didn't mention the. Che- the amount of cheese puff talk. So, um, does he get extra points for catastrophe? He he does. I think I'm gonna have to. Okay. You know, I think just in general, I have to scale. I have to uh, rate all of these on a scale of cheese puffs. So I think I'm gonna give him three cheese puffs. <laughs> it's tough of, but fair. Out of, out of five? Fair. Yeah, let's go out of five. Why not? Okay. Okay. Um, this is this review is just from Adam S. And it's a very quick review. Um, a much better movie than Fantastic Four. Five stars. <laughs> I mean, also true. He pronounced Fantastic Four wrong, though, because pronounced for fan stick. Fan four stick. Fan four stick. If you read it in the order in which it's printed on the uh, the posters. <laughs> Izzy, don't leave me hanging by a thread. How many cheese puffs does he get? Mm, four? I gotta go two cheese puffs because he, mis- he mispronounced fan four stick. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ryan O gave it four and a half stars. Ryan O, Ryan O, the leader of the Thundercats. Yes, without Ryan O, uh, <laughs> there's oh. a real there's a real connection problem here. We're having some real bad hearing. Oh, Ryan O, you mean the former ECW champion Ryan? No, Ryan O from the Spider Man universe. Obviously, oh, okay. it's Ryan O from the Ninja Turtles universe. You He's know. about to check out his dick and say, "My man," uh, as portrayed by me. Paul Giamatti in the Amazing Spider Man Two. G- guys. She was just talking about Bebop. No, Rocksteady. Ladies and gentlemen, if I may... Gar! 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 Thank you. Proceed. Anyway, Rhino says, This movie is so bad, it's perfect. It's a complete train wreck made of acting that could be straight out of a porno, a $50 budget, and a cat that isn't the same cat that's on the cover. I loved every second of it. It's so absurd that everything is hilarious. (laughs) No cheese puffs for you. Fuck you. <laughs> Take that, Rhino. I agree <laughs> with Rhino. Five cheese puffs. No cheese puffs for you. <laughs> All right, guys. I pulled some. Rev- I pulled a couple reviews on IMDb here because I was having. I was having a little bit of issues finding some uh, some non-ironic reviews. So I did what I could. I think I found a couple that are genuine. So this um, review on IMDb is titled "The Cat on the Poster Isn't the Cat in the Movie," and it goes. <laughs> The cat on the movie poster is not the same as the cat in the movie, but otherwise this movie is perfect. I would have get yeah, perfect. perfect. I would have given it a perfect 10 stars, but I don't like that the poster shows a cat that is cute and young in an awkward pose, but the cat in the movie is never really very awkward and is older, but it is still a cute cat. So don't worry, you won't be subjected to an ugly cat. Just one that is different from the one in the movie. What? Eric Roberts so, demonstrates a broad range of emotions from being annoyed by beeping machines to seriously loving on some food. 
But when I rented the mo- this movie, I was expecting to hear his what? voice attached to the cat on the poster. When, when it was instead a different cat with Eric Roberts' voice, I felt a little bit thrown off. Watched this movie a lot of times. Also, I'm working on a poster that is more representative of the cat from the actual movie. And when it's ready, I'll update my review and post it here. Be warned! The cat is cute, but not, on the, not the cat on the poster? 8 out of 10. So that is going to be on CNN as part of like a manifesto yeah. someday, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy owes me a few cheese puffs because, yeah, he's definitely going to be involved with like a school shooting. Could have been a mall shooting. I mean. <laughs> That's so much less dark. <laughs> oh, wait, don't, don't get me wrong. It'll be like while the schools are, uh, are closed. Oh. Like he's just going to be like shooting up an empty building. Oh, shooting up, like, on heroin in an empty school? Sure, why not? Okay. He's an art teacher, then. I saved it, Izzy. <laughs> Made it less dark. Nope, gotta go full dark. No! The darkest! Okay, dark like a burnt <sighs> cheese puff! I, I, I got nothing after that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I've got... Uh, okay, I'll just read one more, then, that I've got here from my MDB. Okay. It's titled Eric Roberts' Masterpiece. This movie has everything. Action. I thought he was going to say master something else there for the half. <laughs> Eric Roberts masturbating. <laughs> it's also, it's also. by the way, I should note, Eric Roberts is a R-O-B-E-R-T apostrophe S masterpiece. <laughs> this movie. Apostrophes work. <laughs> this movie has everything. Action, drama, and even magic. Now, this makes no sense, and I'm not sure what this means. In what would be the greatest achievement in the American Dusty Rhodes movie debut, the beautiful scenery captivated me to the point of wanting summer to come along again so I can take a walk in the woods. The story starts out with a father and son who have a hard time relating to each other. The son, love smitten, is awkwardly befuddled. It moves forward connecting two troubled families together with the work of Eric Roberts' masterpiece of acting, you can tell he is a pro, as his delivery is effortless. The second family is struggling financially. There are twists and turns you would never expect. You expect one thing to happen, and it does something so simple instead, it amazes you. Brilliant when you think about it. 10 out of 10. And 30 out of 48 people found that helpful. Thank God. <laughs> oh, God damn it. No cheese puffs for him. All the cheese puffs for me! Right, right. So that's uh, that's that's the those are the reviews. Um, before we go any further, Nathan, you should probably mm-hmm. give a little hints hint hint to Rooney to uh, what we're uh, going to be talking about next week. Okay. okay, I'm more than glad to give a little hint ski. Okay, perfect. Just a little a slice a, or or a clue, if you will. That's what of- we do. Mm-hmm. That, that, at this point of the the show, yeah, uh, where we give a some sort of a verbal cue as yeah, to what usually when that happens, a talking pony. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> My hint is have mercy. All right. Well, there you go. There's your clue for next week. Uh, Steve and Dizzy, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having us. You have a podcast. We do. We do. You have a podcast, and you have several um, wonderful art-related art, art uh, items. So why don't you tell us all about all of that? 
Uh, well, yeah, well, our podcast is everything I learned from movies at eilfm.podbean.com, but you can find us on all the catchers. Uh, let's see, uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, let's see, this is, when's this coming out? Well, we pre- probably just finished living life a quarter April at a time. Yeah. We're about to go into Alien Manhunt May. Oh, this is coming out next week, April 30th. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. perfect. Yeah, so we just uh, finished living life a quarter April at a time, Woo! and we're about to start uh, going into Alien Manhunt May. Yeah! Yeah. Um, and my wife is also an artist. I am? You are. Oh, shit! That's so true. You can find all my stuff over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I've got all kinds of fun stuff over there, so go check it out. And babe, uh, hypothetically speaking, oh wait, that's our podcast. <laughs> Frankhammer.com, use the code Venus to save 15%. Did you want to get rid of the stench of this movie? Gotta get yeah. some spray the bitch away! <laughs> Not only is my cat talk, it also shits all over the place. <laughs> and it smells like lube in here. Is there uh, some fragrance you would recommend for that? Oh, you need I to would... get your cat to stop eating all your lube. <laughs> Jinky, Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's everything I learned from movies. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Nathan, do we have Montrose Monkington that'd like to come in and say a few words? Uh, yes, actually, after hearing all that, he's more than glad to have something to say. So okay, perfect. <clears throat> Hello? A talking monkey? A talking ape? <gasps> Chimpanzee? Oh, sorry. Um, uh, both of you, 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 Tenonium, you, Izzy, and you Steve. You can just call us Utes. Both. Utes? Yeah, yeah, like a Jersey saying Utes. It's a Utes. Oh, oh, like my cousin Vinny. Exactly. Fantastic exactly. film. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Marissa Tomei, they didn't think she actually won for that one. But anyway, I'm getting off the point here. Montrose, uh, she deserved it. She was great. She absolutely did. I 100% agree. Uh, I am Montrose Mankington III, and I do invite you to check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Mankington TV. Uh, if you want after that, you can also be friends with Montrose on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook group, Montrose Mankington III, Esquire, and friends. Uh, and finally, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Montrose Third. That's the number 3RD. Uh, thank you. More later. Hello, hello, hello. Somebody using the Queen's <laughs> English right yonder. Hello, Cousin Ben, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. How about your safe tonight? I, I'm sorry? I'm pretty good. How about your safe tonight? You, 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 see, see, you're not really speaking English as, as you are regurgitating it, <laughs> uh, half-eaten. Bah-ha-ha-ha! He ain't have a point, mate. I, I speak Statham. I'd like to translate for you, Montrose. Oh, oh, oh uh, please help, uh, Brendan. Oh, uh, okay. So, go ahead. I'll be safe tonight. Uh, he's saying, uh, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing quite well. Is that bad in point? Oh. Is it, can, can you repeat that, Statham? <laughs> no. It's Ben. Oh, is, he says no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think I heard pint. Are you saying you'd like to go for a pint, Cousin Ben? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's do it. And maybe I'll get drunk enough to be able to understand you. One fucking day at a time. One day at a time. That's what, my, that's what your shirt says. <laughs> Thank you. More later. I'm glad I could help. 
bringing families together, Brendan. That's what we do as a podcast. <laughs> Though the miles separate them, they're always together at heart. Steve, where are there a bunch of goddamn monkeys in my house? I don't know. I thought we moved away from this. You're the one who keeps bringing them in and feeding them? There's one passed out on this shelf right now. Yeah, he really is drunk. Don't, don't wake Mondros Jr. That's the last thing we need. Yeah, he, he's passed out. He's... Wow, we'll send a picture. He uh... starts talking about cutting your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> Why a spoon, Saya? Last night he really went ape shit, so he's pretty out of it today. Is that what that noise was? Oh, that's what that smell was. That's for sure. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Did I blame the cats? <laughs> they probably helped. So anyway, so anyway, God, um, to continue this shit plugin, uh, you can uh, find us. All, you can find our podcast. Of course, you're listening to it right now, but you know we're on all the podcatchers: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter, we are WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. And actually, um, if you sign up right now, or if you are currently a patron, you're listening to this, and you haven't given us a uh, Patreon pick, basically you can uh, pick the movie for an upcoming episode. We are giving every single Patreon, regardless of uh, their current uh, uh, current tier, tier, Mm -hmm. um, a pick. So if you haven't submitted one yet, let us know and we will add it to the schedule uh, in a series we're calling Isoploitation. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, as a patron, I would like to say you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, Steve. <laughs> and thank you to all our lovely patrons uh, who continue to, uh, you know, do that uh, during this difficult time that we are all uh, kind of getting through. But, uh, you know, I don't want to bring the room down. But thank you, everyone. First of all, again, Steve and Izzy, thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Uh, Brendan, I, I think you forgot something. Isn't there Did some I? sort of podcast where it's like Top 100 BFI something or other? I don't believe so. How'd it get burned? No, it's you're, you're imagining things, Steve. You mean for Screen and Country, another Christ podcast no. I host Basically. with Jason, where we talk about the British Film Institute Top 100 British Films of All Time that you can find at BFI underscore podcast at... Uh, <laughs> on twitter and you can find it on all the podcatchers for screen and country that one i think so or maybe it's the other one um capital mm. h capital I'm b capital h capital p lowercase oddcast that, with two d's no do you do not give them free commercials here <laughs> <laughs> it might be at the end of this episode i don't know i don't know the schedule <laughs> how to get burned, to get burned indeed. um so nathan yeah got any uh I mean, I can't see why he would, but do you have any questions? Well, I do. Um, I mean, with a movie that supposedly cost a million dollars. A talking million dollars? I will end you. Uh, and with a movie where they uh, they managed to wrangle Eric Roberts mm-hmm. and not much else. Yeah. And, and a movie where the... the <laughs> Eric Roberts literally phoned in his performance. So much so that it came from his phone. And and with a movie where they couldn't even bother to uh, try. Um, I mean, with, with video editing techniques uh, above what I'm capable of as somebody who, has, who will cut a movie in five hours and post it. 
with a movie that has no concept of whatsoever what any sort of decent uh, effect should look like. Mm-hmm. And I guess finally with a movie where someone had uh, a Volkswagen half car couch, I really need to know. Shoot. What were they thinking? The talking brain? Don't know where they come from, but they sure do.